0: Ahoy hoy! Hello again, fellow explorer. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Mindful Explorers Club. My name is Justin, and I'm the founder of Overmatter. I'm also your host slash guide for today's exploration. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to take a mindful moment to thank you for tuning in. I'm very thankful for you taking the time to do some exploring with me, and more importantly, for prioritizing your mental health and well-being. I'm proud of you. Our focus for today's adventure is on the valuable and mighty virtue known as patience. Patience is bitter, but its fruit. Is sweet. That quote comes from Jean Jacques Rousseau, an Enlightenment era philosopher. Now, in the previous episode of Mindful Explorers Club titled Craving Consistency, I talked about patience being one of the three main pillars I had observed in a friend's ability to cultivate consistency in their day to day life. For this episode, I thought it valuable to take a closer look at patience and the power that it has to positively impact our mental health and well-being. During my preparation for this episode, I came across a fantastic 2016 article from Greater Good Magazine titled, Four Reasons to Cultivate Patience" by Kira M. Newman. I'll share a link to the article in the description for this episode. There was one specific section of the article that really resonated with me titled, Patient People Enjoy Better Mental Health, which spotlighted a concept that, and I quote, Patient people tend to experience less depression and negative emotions, end quote. The article references a 2007 study, "Patience as a Virtue, by Professor Sarah A. Schnitker and Professor Robert Emmons. Kira M. Newman summarized their study with this concise recap, and I quote, Patient people tend to experience less depression and negative emotions, perhaps because they can cope better with upsetting or stressful situations. They also rate themselves as more mindful and feel more gratitude, more connection to mankind and to the universe, and a greater sense of abundance, It's pretty neat, right? Patience having such a strong bond to mindfulness and mental health makes a ton of sense. When we're being patient, we aren't in our feels about why X, Y, and Z hasn't worked out, or if our subconscious is self-sabotaging about all the reasons why this one person hasn't responded to a message. Our imagination starts to fabricate a bunch of ridiculous scenarios of why we haven't heard back yet, instead of being patient and understanding that our partners, family members, friends, co-workers, etc. are busy and they'll get back to us when they have a minute. Now, sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes someone is ghosting us or is dealing with something. But more times than not, a lack of patience can make us do and say things we regret and that aren't founded in the truth. I think that truth might be the key to this whole patience thing. If we're not being honest with ourselves about realistic expectations, then we're setting ourselves up for a lack of patience and some disappointments. There's the old saying that good things come to those who wait. This is not a new concept, but when we take that concept and apply it to modern day mindfulness, it can unlock a lot. Practicing mindfulness can look like a lot of different things. Therapy, journaling, meditation, yoga. All of those practices take time to cultivate, and most of them don't have a definitive finish line. There isn't a, congratulations, you've completed therapy moment. Although we do elevate and evolve as we go, we're always evolving. Most of the forms of modern-day mindfulness that I listed, therapy, meditation, and yoga, take dedication. It takes time to develop those skill sets and muscles. Or, we could stick to the theme of this episode and simply say, they all require patience. Kira M. Newman also referenced another fascinating study by Professor Schnitker from 2012 titled An Examination of Patience and Well-Being. And I quote, In a study of nearly 400 undergraduates, she found that those who are more patient towards others also tend to be more hopeful and more satisfied with their lives. End quote. That seems logical. If we're feeling more hopeful and satisfied in our lives, we should probably experience less depression and negative emotions. That'd also make practicing mindfulness seem less daunting. But here's some good news for those of us that weren't born with a lot of patience. Newman wrote that, and I quote, In her 2012 study, Schnicker invited 71 undergraduates to participate in two weeks of patience training, where they learned to identify feelings and their triggers, regulate their emotions, empathize with others, and meditate. In two weeks, participants reported feeling more patient towards the trying people in their lives, feeling less depressed, and experiencing higher levels of positive emotions. In other words, patience seems to be a skill you can practice, quote. So in just two weeks of patience training, participants noticed a major improvement in their patience which directly resulted in higher levels of positive emotions. This concept all ties together with one of the ideas I presented in the New Year New Mindset episode of Mindful Explorers Club in which I talked about the power of building momentum and confidence through small wins. So what do you say? Want to work on building some positive momentum while cultivating your patience? Well, that's good because I have an easy challenge for you, friend. should help with growing your patience while simultaneously practicing some tangible mindfulness. Over the next two weeks, I'd like you to take five minutes out of your day to reflect on a situation or moment from your day in which you felt you acted impatiently. Think back on it and write down how you wish you had handled it. What does your patience and your reaction slash response look like? By reflecting and reworking our impatient reactions and responses, we can set ourselves up for success in the future by outlining how we want to react, outlining how patience looks to you should assist you to more effectively enact it in the future. Hopefully, at the end of the two weeks, you'll feel better about your growing patience levels, and you'll also have inadvertently started a proactive mindful habit of daily reflection. Boom. Tied it all together. That's how it's done. As I previously mentioned, I'm a fan of inspirational quotes. They're a large part of what I do with Overmatter. So today, I'll leave you with this. And I quote, Patience is the best remedy for every trouble. End quote. That comes from Platus, a comedic Roman playwright, which means people have been valuing patience since around 200 BCE. I should tell you something. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Mindful Explorers Club. To ensure that you don't miss out on our next adventure, simply subscribe to this podcast. Additionally, it would be a huge help if you left a review on your preferred podcast provider so that we can keep growing and reaching new explorers like yourself. You can sign up to the Overmatter electronic mailing list, which will give you access to our complimentary monthly mindfulness calendar, provides information about our proprietary product, the Daily Mindful Method Journal, and some thoughtful insights. Sign up at our worldwide website, overmatter.com. That's O-V-R-M-A-T-T-R dot com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok, at Overmatter for some mindful inspiration and moments of Zen. Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. Until next time, have a thoughtful and patient day. Over and out.